Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mesech the Shabbos, Perek, Yud Zayin, Mishnah Vav, and Mishnah Zayin. And I apologize, it turns out I uploaded my shear my that goes on my regular podcast, my podcast for my regular shiurim on the Mishnah Yomi podcast. So those who tuned into Mishnah Yomi today learned all about the Rambam and his understanding for what is the role and law and requirement for tefillah daily. So that was not supposed to go here, although I will leave it up here because why not? And if you're interested in more of my shiurim and you were not aware of my other podcast, you can go to the show notes and you'll see there where to access my other shiurim. Well, so here now is the regular scheduled programming of Mishniyomi Masech the Shabbos. And we are continuing to learn the laws of muksa. Now we're going to deal with a case where you have something that's a non-muksa item, but attached to it, or connected to it, or actually in more, more specifically, on top of it is a muksa item. So the Mishnah tells us as follows, Evan Shebek Korea. If you had a, a some sort of shell, in this case it's a pumpkin shell, and it's hollowed out, and they would use that in order to draw water from a well. Now the, con- the concern is, or the problem is, that a pumpkin shell is very light. So if you were to let it down into the well, it wouldn't go beneath the surface of the water, rather it would, it would float. So in order to weigh it down, they take some stone, place it inside the shell, and that would weigh the shell down so that it would fill up with water, and then they draw the shell back up. So now what we have here is, a shell, which is not muksa because it's a kli, in this case, you're using it as a vessel. However, the stone is muksa. How do we then look at the shell, the stone, and the shell stone contraption together? So certainly the shell is not going to be muksa in and of itself. However, and the stone in it by itself will be muksa. But what happens when you place the two together? So, so our Mishnah tells us, in the event that if you were to raise the pumpkin shell and the stone doesn't fall out because it's secured enough in this pumpkin shell so then we say it's considered one one it's all the the stone is part of the shell it's looked at as one vessel and just as the pumpkin shell is not muksa so is the stone because the stone is now subsumed to be part of this bucket made out of pumpkin shell that you're using for the water so none of it's muksa but let's say you, we are concerned that if you are, if you were to draw the the, the uh, water, uh, draw the pull the shell up to draw the water out, and the stone would fall out. Not only is the the is the uh, stone muksa, but the shell as well is muksa. And why is it muksa? So this is another area of muksa called bosses ledaver aser, which means bosses means a base, and we we say is this is a base for a forbidden object. And halacha is that when you have something that serves as a base for an object that is muksa, not only is the muksa item muksa, but so is the base. Not only is the uh, computer, let's say, muksa, but so is the table that the computer is resting on. Now, there are many conditions that have to be met in order to, c- to claim that something is a buses, which we're not going to go into here. And hopefully, as I mentioned on, I believe, Friday, we're going to give a longer shear on helpless muksa, which I'll drop at some point by Ezra Hashem this week. Uh, and you can hold me accountable if I don't do that. Call me up, text me. Let me know that I didn't do that. But let for for our purposes here, what we're going to say is that this this pumpkin shell is considered a bosses. It's serving as a base for a muksa stone, and therefore not only is the stone muksa, but the pumpkin shell itself is muksa as well. 
Okay, Mishnah Zion is now going to move on from the laws of Muksa to the laws of building. And as we know, one's not allowed to build on Shabbos. One is not either allowed to add on to an existing structure. So much so that there's going to be a debate. What if you add on to an existing structure, but only in a, te- a temporary existing structure, or only in a temporary way? At what point do we say that that too is rabbinically forbidden or not? So our Mishnah tells us this is found in... Um, Mishnah Zion. So we know, and this came up previously, one's allowed to open and close a door. Why? Aren't you open, you're, you're, when you open a door, you're effectively destroying a wall. As you have a solid wall, you can't pass through it. Now you open the door, you can easily pass through the wall. And when you close the door, you're effectively completing a wall. So we mentioned previously, a couple of Barakim ago, that anything that's the normal way for a, something to function, i.e. a window opens and closes, a door opens and closes, we don't look at that as building and destroying or makabipatish. Now, the question is going to be, what about a window shutter? And the window shutters they had back then weren't like our shades where you just pulled them down or pulled them up, but rather, and you can see them sometimes in the shuk in Israel, you attach them or detach them. As you lifted them up and you came totally off the wall, and or and then to put them on, you put them on the wall they, from, from the floor and put them on the wall. So from a look from the, of the onlooker, it looks like you're adding on to the structure. So our minister is now going to uh, tell us there are two ways in which this um, this shutter can can be connected or do, gets connected to the wall. Pokikachalon, if you have a window shutter, or Omar, In the event that the shutter is still tied to the to the wall, as in it's you have it on the window, and if you remove it from the window, it then it hangs off the window, it's suspended in the air from a small rope, so then you may use it and you may reattach it on Shabbos because it's clear that you're not adding on to the structure, rather you're just u- utilizing the existing shutter. However, in love, you may not, if it, if it doesn't, it's not tied, it's not suspended, ain't poking bow, you may not use it to block the window with, you may not use it as a shutter, because it looks like you're adding on to a, uh, you're adding on to a structure. Either way, whether it's tied and suspended, or it's not tied, you may utilize this shutter in order to shutter the window, because they are of the opinion, as in the chazcham of the opinion, that one is allowed to make a temporary addition to a existing structure. It's called an Ohel Arai. And this will come up, which we're not going to paskin now, but just to give you a couple examples of Ohel Arai, perhaps uh, a, a awning or a uh, umbrella that's not an umbrella that you walk around with there, that's a larger issue, and there may be issues in terms of historically with the conservative movement, excuse me, the reform movement, but a, 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 a beach umbrella or umbrella at a picnic table, or even the, uh, the um, canopies on, on strollers, but be it as it may, the Chacham are of the opinion when it comes to a temporary ohel, a, tempo, a temporary addition, as in these shutters, that's not a problem on Shabbos. I wish you all a wonderful day, and again, if you want to catch my other shirim, look in the show notes for a link to that.